Viewer discretion is advised. I got my lap pants. What you gonna do? Things are not looking very good for you. Your cops, bad cops. You can ask questions. You give the answers. Cause your fans are dumb. The Lunch Boys is recorded on location with Jake, Henry, and Ryan. All politicians are innocent until proven guilty in the court of public opinion. Don't be an idiot. Welcome to the Lunch Boys. Uh, I just thought I'd let you know I'm back. Oh yeah. And and, and it's it's gonna be a good one. I just feel like this is it's been pent up in me to suggest to you how you have no freedom and democracy is a sham. So here yeah. we go. Yeah, all right. Uh, last night was the... Who are invi- you? I'm Colin today. Great. I'm the- Jake. <laughs> ah. And I guess the other guy that's laughing is Ryan. Uh, I'm Ryan. All right. <laughs> We're professionals. So last night was the vice presidential debate. And let me tell you, clowns. Also, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of these plexiglass shields. Yeah, right. For an aerosol transmitted virus. Are you kidding? Like, are you, are you are you seriously yeah. kidding right now? You yeah. making jokes? Yeah. We're in the twilight zone, boys. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, I saw was a homeless the... man play a trumpet and then <laughs> do karate moves to people that were participating in like a um, taekwondo tournament i've seen that take place this was worse <laughs> okay uh you understand this okay. is not america like, america's gone I, it's been gone but okay my favorite enough. thing was the end of the vice presidential debate when kamala's husband came up in a mask i'm like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. beta <laughs> i'm like you know y'all have sex with each other right like i'm yeah. pretty sure what's they got of- kids right so i guess they weren't wearing masks What's kind of uh, stupid is um, no masks, no, no, masks. <laughs> no protection, no masks, no gloves. I also no... just love that. That implies <laughs> that they haven't been together for the last six months. That's what that implies. And now they need to be <laughs> <laughs> safe. You know, dude, honestly, if I was Kamala's husband, I can't, can't blame him. Uh, I would what's leave. hilarious is everybody take. in. Of course, the, Mike the, Pence is as sterile as it gets. Like, I don't know. Everyone in the just... audience was uh, COVID tested before they got in there. So the idea that they're still social distancing and wearing masks is uh, stupid, pointless, uh, unnecessary. An outbreak can happen from within your own body. Okay. It can so, just, can a, so can a peaceful protest. What it heard. can just <laughs> manifest within your heart. <laughs> to be fair, the virus is a mostly non-lethal virus. So I'm not sure why left-wing media is... Uh, so so upset about it uh but you know that's a joke on the mostly peaceful thing by the way neither of you re- reacted to that oh because it's, it's our reality now like we're just like oh yeah that's true it just is yep. what it is at this point it is yeah you know? yeah so 99 plus vice presidential <laughs> debate it was kind of interesting i actually just watched it now because my life has been crazy mm-hmm. um but just before we decided to hang out together on the lunch boys podcast i watched it and i thought it was pretty interesting uh i do think that talking about the economy is pretty freaking stupid right now yes because like kamala made some very good jabs at the current state of the economy yeah she was correct but then i just want to be like but republican or democrat in office 
everybody, especially by way of these Democrat governors, would have shut down the economy, told everybody they couldn't go to work, and For in the these record, states where they're still specifically closed, specifically Democrat. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like some, so I'm like, why? Why? How is that even like a reasonable uh, stab to make at the Trump administration when no matter who the president was, the economy would be a pile of ish right now. And, and not like, necessarily. It, not if you're Sweden. It, it is kind of. One thing. Yeah, but no matter who the president was in America, we're too much of wusses to be able to like have just stayed open. We would have closed. Yeah, it, we know for sure we would have closed with a Democrat. I'm surprised we closed with the Republican. But regardless, had the we had situation a Democrat, was, I'm we're surprised we would have opened back up. That's right. What I'm so I'm like, how are you yeah. going to criticize this uh, this economy when there is there is no real economy right now? You know what I mean? Like it is not even remotely functioning at the level at which it was before. I yes. although just just for the record, to be fair, when. Uh, Pence says that there's a V-shaped recovery. That's also nonsense. Yes. Because it's also kind of nonsense to say that there was a boom when Trump came into office because the economy is ready to tank. It's a big financial bubble. We're all going to starve to death and there's probably going to be a world war. But that was the case before all this. And now when everybody wants to make pretend like they're some sort of a righteous leader and they don't realize that you're the executive branch, it's really just to check Congress and you should probably shut up and go home. Absolutely. And yeah. the, and Trump, or not Trump, Mike Pence, it was hilarious when, and not to jump into a different topic, but just kind of like as a, as a side, when he was criticizing the Green New Deal and he said specifically, it's going to cost American taxpayers $2 trillion new dollars to do the Green New Deal. And I'm like, I yelled. Oh, you mean like the $2 trillion that you, that the Trump administration allowed the Fed to print because yeah. of, for stimulus? Like that is a load of crap. That, you, that $2 trillion, especially that that was the number he chose to use, made it even more triggering. That that's going to be your criticism on the Green New Deal. When we know for a fact, it like we all watched it happen, that you literally just added two trillion dollars to the deficit. So what do you and actually I, give a crap about deficits? I think there's a, a fair point to make that if we're just gonna print money like it's nothing, why are we paying taxes? I just wanted to say that for the record, twenty one trillion is unaccounted for with the yeah. government. Yeah. This is outside of COVID. I think it's even outside of the it, Trump administration. Is that per think, year or just no, no, generally? This is, this is in general. $21 trillion is unaccounted for. That uh, I think there was a professor um, by the name of Dr. Skidmore that brought that out. So yeah. like all of this talk is complete nonsense. And I think like this is, suffice it to say, if you're a Republican or you're a Democrat and you're really like arguing for either side, you're a moron and you need to stop. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to just do a little bit of reading and just realize that like civilization as you know is about to end and it's a it's because of something that's <laughs> taken place since 2008 so like since before then so you need to stock up since on food, 1913 <laughs> stock yeah. up on food buy gold and silver get some guns make sure that you're able to defend yourself for at least six months and now Colin we, is back with a vengeance this can, episode now we can go back to talking about this charade because i feel like there's there's two different things <laughs> The, what we watched last night was a charade, and yeah, like they're sure. they're going back and forth on some really stupid talking points. Which, by the way, the moder the moderator is an idiot because you could literally just like look at them in the face and be like, "What you just said is a lie." Yeah, and for uh, real. you don't get two more minutes because that's a lie. Also, you don't need two minutes to answer a question, especially because uh, a lot are you, of those are you going to put more people in the stream cream court? Y- y- yeah, yes exactly. or no. You don't yeah, need two minutes. A yes or no. As soon as you know, if somebody gets asked a yes or no question and they start the answer with. Look. Let me give you a history <laughs> lesson about what Abraham Lincoln said. Yeah, like as soon as they launch into a speech, you know, you're just like, okay, so whatever the worst answer is, depending on, you know, the question, that's the one you're for. So, yes, they're going to stack the court. Yes, they support the Green New Deal. In What's case really you were wondering. Is, yo, just own up to it. Like, libs love that stuff. 
So just also, say it. I, I had a lot of people. Uh, I heard a lot of people rather saying that um, I, I said that look, the Green New Deal is on Biden's website, and he has pr- uh, supported the, the it. The moderator and, said it. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. But like other people were telling me, I'm like, yeah, this is a radically fair question because it's they've been open about supporting it. Like Kamala co-sponsored it. Like we need an answer on this, and they're just like, Biden said last week he doesn't support it though, and it's like, are you? like if trump right now is like by the way i don't want to build a wall it's like dude he doesn't want to build a wall like no he's been consistent about supporting this idea a terrible idea by the way 9.3 trillion dollars a year but you know whatever triple the size of government real fast uh like (laughs) it's a terrible idea but he's been consistent on it and then he just switches last week and people are like yes he said it's he's not for it because the polls tanked (laughs) and he needs to salvage himself (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's another point too that the the moderator I felt because the, I I have specific notes on like each of the two of them, um, but just like overall I felt like talking about the economy was dumb. I felt like mm-hmm. the debate was not great because the moderator like a lot of people were talking about how they were dodging questions. Yeah, having watched the debate, um, I mean Kamala in particular definitely dodged the the court question. I think that was like to me the only like very apparent dodge which by the way uh, that was posed by pence that wasn't even posed by the the moderator. wasn't even posed by the I moderator think so, yeah. uh i think almost every time i felt like that either of the two of them were dodging a question it was because the moderator would be like um henry what do you think of this okay now that you've just said a bunch of terrible things about ryan ryan here's a new topic we're gonna ask you about this and he's <laughs> like wait a minute i'm actually gonna respond to that and so it would feel a lot like the two of them were dodging questions when in my opinion uh i don't think they really did as much as people like to say they did uh i, I thought the moderator was just god awful and was just here's a question as yeah. soon as they said something they didn't give the other person any opportunity to respond so then they would go back to the old question which made it feel like whatever question she asked they just dodged it when they weren't dodging it they're just like you can't criticize this the purpose of a debate it's not a debate that's exactly the point i'm making it's not even a debate so i thought that was i I thought anybody who said oh they're both dodging questions i'm like are you even watching this debate like what the yeah i I will say that to me pence won this thing easily uh because when kamala dodged the supreme court question and the green new deal question it's like those are the arguably the two biggest questions that got asked tonight like domestically not to mention at least. what their constituency wants to hear about yeah like there are those are massive issues especially Which, like, with rbg that, just dying like that's a massive issue and to is just that? dodge like, it <laughs> I, I i think that this shows how disjointed the the parties must be because mm-hmm. i don't even think that the establishment exactly knows what their constituency wants and i guess like just watching social media i feel like from what i understand about progressives they love big government they love uh the idea that the government now is gonna fix the climate of Dude, the world henry, which by the way henry, that's the henry, most they ridiculous just, thing ever. they just love equality oh yeah, yeah all yeah. right all, all, they want somebody to be like mickey mouse and just get all the brooms to march in they, one order they are radical egalitarians all right there's nothing and on the flip side they want it. they want that like trump would all of a sudden magically this is the funny thing about conservatives. They want Trump to redistribute his success on everybody else, but they don't want to call it socialism. Yes. Ah, you're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> well, that that right there is the reason why conservatives consistently and for years now have been losing the culture war because at least liberals want to go somewhere. They want to shake things up. Now, whether or not I agree with how they want to go with that, 
irrelevant, you know, to the point I'm trying to make. They at least want to take us from here to there. Whereas conservatives, it's like, oh, well, Biden wants to repeal this and make it so that there's more taxes. I'm like, well, at least he's going somewhere. You just want to keep the taxes as they are, which are already vastly unconstitutional. They're already. You're not. I mean, at least say you're going to be going in this direction, you Mm -hmm. know, but you're not. Also, like, just for anyone out there listening, um, you did, in fact, get a little bit of a pay bump when that tax bill that Kamala was criticizing was passed. Uh, you did get more money back into your paycheck, not just the rich. That's a blatant lie. That's yes. something that's observable on your on your uh, tax returns and things like that. You can go back and look at it. Granted, that then, is, then the, you got that 1200 from Trump, and you're going to have to pay that back. So I don't know. Uh, you know. Right. But, but, I mean, I'm just saying like, the point, though, is that, like, yeah. like – the conservatives aren't actually doing anything. It is kind They've of, never done anything. They just want to stay where we are. And yeah. mean, Which, at least pro- progressives want to go kind somewhere. Of a weird, I think that's something that works for them. Kind of a weird spot for conservatives to be like, taxes are so harmful for the economy and business and blah, blah, blah. And then Trump gets in and is like, here's like a 4% tax cut. And they're like, mission accomplished. Heck I, I know. Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, how about <laughs> so, property taxes being like at a federal level illegal yeah. because it's unconstitutional this anyway? Is the you dilemma, never really though, own your house if you're still paying taxes on it. After the I think just this is the <laughs> dilemma that conservatives find themselves in. They're conservative. The whole idea of conservatism is that you are not trying to rapidly change. Liberals want to change a lot. You are not trying to change. But the problem is you've been doing this for decades and you've been constantly pushed away from where you started. And yeah. so conservatives, listen to me. I, I hate on Trump a lot. But in reality, I really like the Constitution. So just if you're a conservative, put yourself back to 1776 and see how far you've been pushed away from that. Right? Yeah. So if you want to make pretend that you're a conservative, you can't start today. You really need to look back 100 years. And then you're a libertarian. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're not even a libertarian. You're, you're an anarchist, uh, which is, I think, <laughs> the closer I find myself. Because I grew yeah. up, I grew up really admiring conservatives, but now I'm finding that conservatives don't have any balls. You're, you're not yeah. holding onto your roots, none whatsoever. And it's they're so impotent. It's hilarious because liberals are the ones cutting their balls off, which is insane. And they're <laughs> killing babies. So not only like they're Dude. they're just going all for it. Everybody who listens to the show just went through like a super mind f because we're like sitting here railing on Republicans, and all of our left leaning fans are like. Ah! <laughs> and then we're like, and then the Democrats are going to cut their balls off, and they're like, no, 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 Jake, Jake, <laughs> wheel it back, wheel it back. I don't think we have any left-leaning fans. Yo, <laughs> to be um, honest, <laughs> I don't know if she's gonna listen to any more episodes of the show. When I see her, I will tell her that I shouted her out. But thanks for listening to our episode on healthcare, Cynthia. I hope you enjoy the show. It really meant a lot to me that you took a listen. You're the coolest person at Whole Foods. <laughs> Although, like, this also makes me so mad. Like. I, I think in general, the reason why we have intellectual integrity is that we don't look at it, all these issues from party lines. We literally just look at it from, is this rational? Yeah. And if it's not rational, that means it's ideological. And if it's ideological, it's a faith-based political system. And if you're a Christian especially, it doesn't jive, bro. Because statism uh, is a religion, just by the way. And, and the funny thing is that if you're an atheist, you are all of a sudden falling into a dogmatic ideology by yeah. falling into your political views. And that's insane. Yeah, um, I do think though, and I I doubt that I'm the first person to have ever said this, uh, but it does feel like uh, this election is voting which version of reality are we going to pretend to endorse? Because a lot of 100%. the things they said, yeah. Kamala, uh, if I remember correctly, brought up the Russia thing. We're continuously learning that that entire thing was a hoax and nonsense. She brought up 
even you know, worse though and I a just, crime and just, a crime. just to clarify that trump even came out and i think he was again in his average trump way saying that Barr has the obligation now to prosecute clinton obama and biden yeah. yo guns out and yeah. i have a lot of respect for that and, uh, and they brought but out, it's true they they brought up the both sides thing again they keep bringing up like Kamala Harris was said like what felt like a million times. There are two hundred and ten thousand people dead of this virus. It's like that is factful but not truthful to bar- borrow a, a Michael Malicism. Uh, yes, two hundred ten are not even confirmed cases. Uh, like half of them are above seventy five. So like to th- to say that this is a countrywide problem. And the government problem, is responsible because they sent them to nursing homes. Yeah, and like it's mainly Democratic states that have the highest death rate. So to say just blanket statement, look, there's yeah, almost and somehow a, Cuomo's a hero when he's the one who caused that mass yeah, genocide exactly. of old it, people by sending those confirmed patients it, into nursing homes. It just feels like, and like to to piggyback into another uh, point of mine, it, it feels like reality is on the ballot, and also that they're just playing to the lowest common denominator, which is what democracy 100%. ultimately does, because. When they were talking about foreign policy, if they really wanted to get like spicy about things, when they were talking about ISIS, they would have been like, you know who armed and funded ISIS? The partner of the guy you're partnered with. If they wanted to get real spicy about it, but that requires like any yeah, knowledge at all about foreign it's policy. So, it's so insane. It's, for example, like the, the criticism with the way that Trump has been dealing with Iran and Biden like hand delivered a billion dollars to them. Yeah. Right. And so now if even go like a generation before that, like we armed Iraq before we fought them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we armed Iran before they fought. Like we we armed the Taliban before they fought Russia. Like yeah. it's absolutely or sorry, Muhajadeen. It's absolutely ludicrous what yeah, we're so, doing. So it, it, they and could by have... the way, and like and Americans just they, they they need to take a step back. And like I'm just gonna say it, America's the best nation on the world, but you're about to lose that title. Like, you're literally I've, on the verge of losing it. We lost it a, a while ago, if you ask me. I mean, I would just um, say that the, the other countries of the world are screwing up also very badly. And royally bad. I mean, it, oh, the and EU like, alone and I just, is a And disaster. I just feel like I love America so much, and it, it really hurts me to see that people are falling into the trap of, like, the central banks. Like, yeah. are you seriously going to play this game? You're going to keep playing it? Like, like you've got you've got Google Google all this stuff you'll find yeah. it. Yeah, but that's that's the thing though, Henry, is that there's a couple of issues you're running into. Number one, just like Ryan mentioned, there's or I think you mentioned it actually. Uh, there's an ideological battle right now. Mm-hmm. So just like when like I think Trump pulled the pulled us out of Turkey or something like that. What was it? The Kurds? I don't even remember. And here's why I don't remember. And uh, here's why uh, very cr- different groups. Just to be palatable. Uh, to people familiar with the situation, but continue. Yeah, here, actually, give like a quick, give like, because I, I, I don't I, I'm know. I'm not familiar. Okay, well, the bottom line is like, everyone was like, oh, the Kurds. I'm like, well, number one, I had never even heard of a freaking Kurd until that happened. I mean, so you I, don't actually. I'm pretty sure that all the libs are Kurds. Am I right? I mean, <laughs> I had heard of like Kurd. cheese Kurds. That's as far as I had ever, like, liter- like, I had never heard of it. It's the same thing when like Gary Johnson effed up that question on Aleppo. Yeah. It's oh, like, shameful. you don't know what that is. You never knew what that is. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to criticize these people or criticize Donald Trump for doing something that you had literally until five minutes ago until you watched either a ticker on CNN or just like an article from someone that you know 
doesn't read about this kind of stuff on Facebook. You had no opinion about the freaking Kurds. You had never heard about them, right? So then when we start talking about other ideas, other things going on in foreign policy, most people have not stopped to actually read what's going on. That's why a lot of people still think that Russian collusion was a thing. Is because yeah. even though there are things from the Department of Justice that are coming out so that we know for a fact that this was a, a, an attempted deep state coup Manufactured once the president was elected and also was initiated beforehand. Go ahead. So, Adolf, uh, someone that I think is a very... Uh, dark past. I think we'd all say that we don't like him. But I think there's a very interesting that thing that he wrote in Mein Kampf. And that is, if you say a lie big enough and often enough, it becomes the truth. Uh, that's exactly yeah, what I hate saying. to say it, yeah. and he's kind of right. Yeah. He's and so that's right. what advertising is, and essentially the mass media has advertised a lie. Yes. And, and these people get involved in these ideological battles, whether it be from a foreign policy standpoint or more importantly to me, because it actually affects me from an economic standpoint. And I, man, I'm, I am not uh, the smartest wait, wait, person wait, in the room, wait, let's, guys. Let's back up three seconds. Foreign policy massively influences domestic policy. That's where the militarization of police comes from. That's where the central, uh, the excuse to centralize more <laughs> that's power where their surplus to fight equipment these comes wars. From. Uh, that's where uh, uh, more taxes and or inflation but i repeat myself come from to pay for these wars uh that's where more rah-rah statism uh comes from so like to me foreign policy is a massive reason why the state has grown so much because it's like look at these bad guys that we armed and funded we have to fight them so i, ju I just want to throw that idea out there no I, I actually totally agree with you is that like what i'm saying is that i don't understand what the frick is going on over there gotcha. i just know what's happening here so what mm. I know is happening here is that whatever the frick is going on over here, it's causing these economic issues that are crushing us. Yeah. So that's exactly the point I'm making is like, I don't give a crap about a Kurd. I don't know. I don't give a crap about where the frick the U.S. Embassy is. I don't care. I, I don't I do not care. Yeah. I don't care about the, I don't care about who, where, who, like what Russia's doing over there. I do not care. I don't care. America's great. We have our own oil. We don't need to be over there. I don't give a flying you know what? I'm trying not to cuss. And so I get so aggravated when I hear these people who have come out with these like strong or posting about these strong opinions about how we're supposed to be spending the money, how we're supposed to utilize things like the Federal Reserves, the central banks. Mm -hmm. And they just have literally no idea. And the only reason that I know they have no idea is because I've read two things about it. That you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not the most educated yeah. on it, and that's why I'm not like trying to say what is the solution necessarily. Although I would like, say because that is, I think, in large part, I'm in the same boat, right? I only know so much about it, but I would say it's that's why it's important to pump the brakes if you don't know what you're doing and it has large-scale global effects and domestic effects. You need to pump the brakes if mm -hmm. you don't know what's happening, and the government is supposed to represent us, and they clearly are a deep state faction of some sort of globalist agenda, and that's why it's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, and like oh, Jake T. I already uh, see the laser dots in my room. I already see the, the <laughs> laser sights from snipers in my room flying around. Uh, oh, Jake, Jake on, joke, uh, on your Henry's point. Henry's life is not in danger at the moment. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, Jake, on your point, I do think that the average person is about two follow-up questions uh, from their opinions to falling apart on basically everything. Like I'll sometimes, um, when people I'm totally acquaintances with, but I don't care about maintaining a relationship with, they'll post something, you know, like one, one time somebody posted something, um, you know, like, uh, it was back, George Floyd had just happened and it was like, you know, defunding the police seems radical till we, uh, think about education's be, been defunded for years. And I messaged her back was like, Hey, just so you know, uh, education inflation adjusted has been going up since like the eighties or something like that. So, 
maybe like rethink and this. And Thomas Jefferson grew up <laughs> just reading books on his own, and he's one of the most prolific writers yeah, of all so, time. And she's, so. she said, oh, I don't really know where to go for that information, but I'm just like sharing the message. And, and that's the school's fault. Get, that's th- the school's fault. This is That's why you don't know. This is You're a person stupid. who I don't really care about <laughs> maintaining the relationship with. So I said, well, maybe you should read anything before you post something because this is dangerous and harmful and then she's the same person who got on me for when i posted hey maybe don't vote if you've never read like a news article I'm past really the headline <laughs> yeah i gotta say this i'm really surprised that people get that to does their destination context, people read somehow <laughs> their their destination through google maps and somehow they get there but that's what makes me think that google has to tell them where to go because if they had to read a map they'd get lost mm-hmm. like that that's how far gone we are Yes. Hmm. Uh, Just basic like nav- <laughs> navigating skills, like being able to, if you've lived in a certain area for however long amount of time, you should be able to know, like you should be able to walk out your front door and know what direction you're facing. Mm-hmm. And then from there, be able to like walk around your neighborhood and know which direction you're facing because you know what, where your frame of reference started. Um, and it's funny how many Facebook people, that's just like a basic you, thing. Facebook has to remind you to register to vote. And if that doesn't speak volumes about how Dude. stupid most people are, I don't uh, know what else does. I don't. I mean, man, it gets it gets freaking annoying. But I don't have a strong opinion about that crap. I do. Because I no, think no. But that, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if if you understand that you're a citizen of a country and you have the right to vote, and now a media platform has to bombard you with that, you need to read a book. Um, I'll actually I'll push back, Jake. I have a very strong opinion on because I got like an email from Uber telling me rem- remember to register to vote. If you oh, if you annoying. have to be, I agree. It's, it's not, not annoying. Even that, I though. think it's I think it's if evil you didn't and know that information, if you if you didn't realize that you need to register to vote, you shouldn't yes. vote because you're it, stupid. If you are if you are a person who's been so detached from the political process that a ride sharing service needs to remind you to vote, then a ride it, service it, that you probably used to go to like a binger party. <laughs> Like and yeah, you you shouldn't, you shouldn't vote, vote bro. you shouldn't vote, and I think it's but that's evil how and, it's always been. It's just now we have new wait, wait, platforms. That's actually not how it always was. I, I, <laughs> I mean, it has in my life, in my lifetime, in our lifetime, absolutely is like uh, every time an election comes around, it's like don't forget to vote this, don't forget to vote that. Every ad saying yeah, go okay, vote, every but, sign but in Jake, the stores Jake, is saying register to vote, Jake, you can register to Jake, vote. Yo, here. Facebook Jake, came Jake. out when we were in <laughs> high school. Just hold up, just real quick. We're we're a little bit older than Ryan, so Facebook came out when we were in high school, right? Before that, like there, there was nothing hitting you over the head. Maybe if you're watching Jim Lair on PBS, he'll be like at the end of the episode and don't forget to vote. But that's the same like don't forget to turn well, the hour no, back. But regardless, I feel like our listeners probably want to hear something more than why I think ads on voting are stupid because there's a debate that happened last night and i no, think that's way more interesting it's a criticism on democracy it's, think, it's a criticism of that the people that have to be reminded that they need to vote are also going to watch this debate and not understand a word i think that's the point and, and i mean I'll, but i think that we make that point all the time is that oh yeah and that's, that's why they probably the think point we i was bags. making about like foreign policy and stuff like that is that most people haven't read stuff on anything so like do i think that like if you need to be reminded to vote by uber then like maybe you haven't thought about even who the candidates are. You know, that's why a lot of people can't name some of the people. Accidental in the pregnancies are real like high. And I feel like those are also correlated. <laughs> oh God. Um, but <laughs> I, I just think that the point to make there is that like, have you read and researched these things? Not whether or not Uber asked me to. Oh, I mean, the answer is no. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just I think very little the answer is the other. I don't really care. 
No, but like, I, I, I was making spell the point, research, I'd be impressed. I was, I was, I was making the point that I think it's actually uh, uh, bad and evil for Uber and Facebook to be reminding you because it is just propagandizing and brainwashing people into voting other people's rights away. And you yep. don't. By the way, you Basically. don't have a right oh, to well, vote. The, you don't have a right to vote. Yeah. You don't. But, I'm sorry. You don't. I hope less people vote. Well, I hope the, they raise the, the voting age to 150. In the country we live in. No, I'm I'll talking about in a natural further, law and what rights are you born with? You don't have a right to dominate your fellow man through force. I'm sorry. You can go screw yourself if you They're think you do, right. but that's what it, voting is. It is something is. that you can do unethically. It is something that you can do unethically, but it's definitely not a right. So to which I would say right is, is correct. It is a privilege granted by the government, but it is not a right. Right. Yeah, that's true. No more than um, education is a right. No, way, more healthcare, no more than healthcare is a, a right. <laughs> It's a painful truth. Oh man, when lefties hear that healthcare is not a right, like when you tell them like, oh yeah, you should probably like not eat donuts all the time and you should probably work out. Like it's mm -hmm. funny to see them flip out. No, I have a right to have the same healthcare as Donald Trump. It's like- uh, Scarcity exists, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely not correct. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, debate. Um, do you guys have some highlights? What, what was like a moment that really hit you as hard. I've got one in particular and it came at the very end. So, oh, but do you guys have any others let that me, really struck Let you? me check my Instagram story and remind myself what uh, I was thinking. I really hated when Kamala mentioned that uh like that all the different circuit or whatever court judges that uh Donald Trump's been admitting. I don't know. Oh, don't. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she yeah. said specifically not one of them is black. And right. just like as a black guy, I feel like that's just the most racist ish ever. Should um, it should it matter? Would you, like I think that's a big question. Does does race have anything to do with your ability to interpret the law? No, I just want people like if there's a white guy that's going to make it so that he goes, oh, the war on drugs is making it so that black people are getting predated by prosecutors, much like Kamala Harris, at a disproportionate rate than white people, and that's why we should make it so that drugs are legal. Blah blah blah. Like I would rather I don't care what the color of that guy is. I care about the fact that he's like interpreted the law or she. I don't care. Uh, and and that's the point I'm making. Like or it doesn't penguin. matter. You know. Like, I'm using the masculine in the same way Spanish people do. Like, muchachos can mean guys and girls. Um, and so it's just like, I, I just don't care. And, and I hate the, I hate this rhetoric that like, oh, well, there needs to be women and there needs to be men. I'm Identity like, okay, politics. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't make things better. Hillary Clinton was evil. We know she was evil. We also know she was a sore loser before she, she actually lost. She have also been a lizard, so we don't know. Right. Well, I she might be Kamala Harris is evil. Like the things that she's done in South, in uh, San Francisco are just like absolutely, like the fact that she was able, willing to say that. To, I mean, I think to, for me as a black guy, this automatically just takes her out. You know, it's just like the fact that you were totally cool with saying that we need prison inmates to fight fires. It's like you're advocating for slavery. Yo, if mm -hmm. if only if only they would have actually taken care of the foliage. If they had actually instead of fighting fires. Those inmates would have taken care of foliage. Maybe those fires wouldn't happen. Maybe they would. Ah! Also, yeah. it's not the prisoner's responsibility. You, uh, I, I feel really bad for those. Kind guys. of piggybacking off of that, another highlight that I thought was funny was the question that the moderator asked to Pence, saying, "Do you believe, as the scientific community has concluded, with regard oh my to God. Uh, climate change?" Yeah. And I was like, "That—that's such an unfair way to ask that question." Yeah, because. It's already saying that, like, if you say no, then you're an idiot and you don't have any reason by which to validate your point because you do get to have an opinion even in areas where you're not an expert. Mm -hmm. so I just Although he had a solid response. And I think the, the my takeaway from this debate in general was that Pence did have examples. There was a lot of detail in his responses when he wanted to talk about that. 
he was talking about like the the Paris Accord. He was talking about uh, the fossil fuels, how they're trying to diversify industry and all that kind of stuff, and all that. Uh, Kamala, which I'm, I'm this, that was a moment that really just irked me. She's like Senator Harris. Oh, just call me Kamala. Uh, you over there? How about that? Uh, how do you feel about this? Right, hey, lady, she, lady, that won't shut up. Uh, <laughs> She, I mean, she didn't. Neither did Trump. But Pence. Pence went over on almost every question. Yeah. But the reason, there were multiple times where I was like, "I need you to shut up because you're I, being dumb." Can I just? I want to take his back just for a second, since everybody hates on him. The only reason I feel like that was a valid thing to do is because he was constantly under attack, and every rebuttal or answer to a question was actually not truthful. And I feel like from a debate standpoint, since the commentator is inept and isn't going to actually straighten you out mm-hmm. he has to that's why i think there was even one question i think it was about the the comments that anonymous sources said that trump said uh that the troops are suckers or whatever yeah and there's absolutely no evidence to suggest that and even john bolton said who is by the way somewhat of an adversary to trump that that never happened yeah so for her to say that and that's kind of like they're pushing the agenda that trump's a bad person you shouldn't vote for him he had to take time out of answering a completely different question just to rebuke that Mm-hmm. is that not i insane? agree i agree but it, it still felt like he still couldn't finish in the time that he had and I f- it felt like that he was always giving more political platitudes to the right and i i just almost every time that he was going over on time and she was like thank you thank you thank you i'm just well, like okay pence just shut up like you haven't said anything important in I this gotta amount say of time this, though it didn't even feel though like they were given the same amount of time which i could be completely wrong well, and maybe that's just like the it's because pence talks like an andy griffith character he does talk. He constantly. like you know. It's so he's slow. the opposite of Ben Shapiro, where Shapiro's like rapping at you, <laughs> and like this guy's just like talking like, you know. And if you look at the numbers, which by ben the way, Shapiro is such a Jewish chipmunk. Like he just talks too. What's bad. really yeah. funny is like maybe I missed that because like I watched the debate after the fact at two speed, and maybe that's why I didn't pick oh, up on he, that. It was like painfully slow to to me. At they least. both were, by the way, because I, I watched it at two times speed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would slow it down every now and again, especially like in moments where him and Kamala were like kind of coming at each other. Cause I wanted to see how that actually played out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it felt a lot less combative it at normal interesting. speed yeah, because interesting. she'd be like, uh, so this is what I think about all these things that you haven't done. Right. And then I'd slow it down. She'd be like, you guys yeah. have not handled the coronavirus and her Clinton-esque well. robot voice. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is not near as combative as, it's, as it felt like. Yeah. That's an interesting so, point. I like that. Um, I still hate them, but yes, I like oh, them. Oh, yeah, they're... <laughs> yeah. Um, two main things I, I s- saw, and, like, I'm kind of over in the debates, unless it's something egregious, like, egreg- egregiously wrong more than usual. Um, I know they're all going to lie. I know they're just going to, like, kind of point fingers. So I'm kind of trying to focus on other things because, you know, we could go down the line of fact check them, or I could, and, like, you know, it's not going to make me sleep any better. So. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Kamala Harris, I think a few a few times was talking about like how we have to come together and like unify as a country. And I made the point on you mean burn it down my Instagram, and I was like, uh, just by the way, if like what if Americans don't share common values? Like what what if we can't unify because we just have completely opposite worldviews? And the specifically, unity under the threat of violence is not unity. So let's not. Push it's for hilarious. that. Let's just people ignore the fact that we have states for a reason, and the reason we have states is because we don't all agree. And by the way, that's fine. 
Yeah. You don't have to agree all the I think the time. you're stupid and wrong, but that's fine. But I think roughly fine. half the country did, in fact, vote for Trump. So that means roughly half the country doesn't agree with anything Actually, that comes out of your mouth. Roughly uh, a third of the country voted for Trump. Yeah, that's that's the it's it's really bizarre, um, and it's or, so it's so, that's why the electoral college. A lot of people dump. That's why I'm the against electoral college. Like that's why democracy is so stupid because there no no president has gotten the actual popular vote probably ever because there's yeah, a, this massive way, swath of people that just aren't voting because maybe they're uninspired. Like who know people want to say it's because election uh, uh, election day is not like a federal holiday. They can't get off work. It's like no way. Seventy nine million would be voters are not showing up to the polls because they're at work or something. I just don't buy it. It semi makes sense because like, why not make it a three day, like go into the weekend? Why not do that? I don't know. It I mean, I, get, I want as few people voting as possible. So like, I don't really care. I'm not, no, I, don't but I, mean, a... I just want to say like, if, if you want to make pretend like voting is real. Oh yeah. Like, why, why wouldn't you like, instead of Labor Day, which is a stupid holiday, True. why don't you just have a voting <laughs> Your for a three day holiday? Labor holiday. Right. Like uh. it's, it's absolutely, it's ignorant, but whatever. Um, so what's fascinating about like that idea is that the electoral college is actually brilliant and all of these pseudo intellectual libtard millennials, sorry guys, are, uh, think that like, and sometimes oh, conservative millennials when people we, like Barack Obama just sweep them. It, and it, it, it's really, it's the same thing as the Supreme court. Whenever you're losing, that's when you hate it. Yeah. It's like a repressed memory. I try to make pretend they don't exist, you know, cause it hurts my soul. But essentially, what like, stupid conservatives? They're yeah, everywhere. it's really bad. I I think that like maybe we're I'm, just I'm, Christian, so you feel really bad because you also don't want people to think you're an idiot for believing in God. No, no, I'll, that's I'll how this. I feel. <laughs> I'll say this: <laughs> like I I am I'm a hundred percent biased. Like I'm conservative by nature. Uh, I'm from a first generation immigrant family from the Soviet Union. I hate the government, and I think if you want to expand the government, you're a moron. So boom, it's all out on the table. All right. So anybody now that starts to say that the Electoral College is stupid, you kind of need to look at who is the demographic according to the geography of the North American continent minus Canada because they're really nice, but they don't matter. So uh, that's why the Electoral College is important. I live in uh, a state. I'm not going to tell you because you guys are insane and I don't want they you to show know. up at my door. Nah, probably. So if you're in California, like I've seen what you do. Mm-hmm. You're ridiculous. I don't want it. You ruined a fantastic economy, yeah. a fantastic state. California should break up into at least seven different parts. And yeah. so if you think it makes sense for you to express yourself, and that's supposed to influence me on a federal level, you're insane. Mm -hmm. And that's why the Congress is built up by population. The Senate is not. That's also why we have an electoral college. It actually makes a lot of sense. And if you don't get it, I don't think you should vote. I think that you should probably go back to school. I'll even fund your school. I will specifically make a business to fund you to go back to school because you are so stupid. <laughs> How about that? Is that a hot take? Does that I count mean, as a hot take? I haven't had a hot take in a while. I mean, give I'll, me one. I'll give it to I'm you. the no, only no, one who does it anymore. Yeah, boom. <laughs> That's my hot take. It, we should probably have uh, IQ tests if you can vote because a I lot mean, of people are really showing who they are. And they are egotistical, self-righteous morons. But then, like, and, and the people listening who disagree with you think you are that. So, how do you defend that? How like, do I defend? I, I'm fine. I'll happily give up my vote. I would happily give up my vote if they give up their vote. See, but the thing is, like, if you look at the IQ tests, most of academia is left-wing, and they are the people who would score really high. Not necessarily, because IQ a test. lot of it has to do with uh, rational math. 
and they're actually horrible at that. And it's proven when they say that math isn't real, but like, and that it's a patriarchy of white Western philosophy. But like, that's the, why I say that's not necessarily the, the, the people who would score higher on like traditional formal tests. I guess not, a, not not necessarily an IQ one though. IQs are really scientifically put together. You could have I a guess. guy that's a, um, a an, an iron worker. I mean, uh, like, he might have a better grasp of physics than a, a women's studies major from Harvard. What, okay, like the point I was getting at, more or less, is no matter what, because like you know, if you go back to the thing where if you take more out of the system than you put in, like then you can't. Well, then you just have a bunch of wealthier liberals and conservatives voting against each other and it still is not going to change anything like it's still going to like come down to uh, more or less the same thing it might be more rational i don't know i don't think democracy is rational i don't think they can coexist by its very definition what's funny Um, is though like so so in our republic right essentially the congress is a microcosm of a democracy like that's the whole point yeah on average i would say that your average congressman uh probably is of a better wealth stature and IQ than your average American. Mm-hmm. That might be true. Uh, so in that, that's kind of a best case scenario. Yeah, and they it. still suck. Oh no, absolutely. So, because they're so like, thugs. Like democracy by its to very nature term, is stupid. I want to borrow a term from Trump. Congressmen are thugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was, uh, to shift gears a little bit, there was one more uh, point on the debate um that again wasn't necessarily an issue thing but the response to the debate i saw a lot of blue checkmark twitter and like cnn msnbc saying um it was like sexist how pence was quote interrupting kamala and it's like look you saw trump and biden debate yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so i guess biden's a girl we are Yep. Like, if you want to be treated the same as I men, men are, that, men are uh, trash. Pence has a wife. That's sexist. Like, I don't like it. Men are trash to other men. So if you want to be treated lo- the same as men, like, get ready to be treated like trash. Like, that's you know just what? part of it. That's, that's <laughs> toxic masculinity, Ryan. It is towards other men. Yeah, Oh, my sure. God. <laughs> but, like, you have seen how... Somebody... <laughs> yo, I swear to God. Do you want... Do you want this kind of beta cuck to lead you in a battle? Like, I swear. Yeah. Like, are you, you, people have lost their minds. And it, you know, one of my uh, favorite movies is 300. And one of the scenes that gets me riled up every time is like one of the first battles they have with the Persians. And when they finally push them back from the line, the guy in the front, and he's the baddest guy on the battlefield is King Leonidas. Mm-hmm. And it just like makes me realize that like, as far as culture, we have gone so far to now we have 70 year old millionaire men who have gotten to where they are literally out just sitting in an ivory tower out of shape sitting in an ivory tower milking the tax system and also whatever cronies that they can get their policies passed for them mm-hmm. you know and I think then we send our youngest milking, and our brightest okay? and our best and what we do is they die in war and all of that kind of stuff and i'm just like guys these impotent pieces of crap have no right to be able to send your brothers and sisters my brothers and sisters overseas to, to get to shot at death over a and they, they've ne- oh and, and meanwhile they surround themselves with secret service agents and 
who who literally their job is and and by the way this is not a commentary on when Trump rode around in the car or whatever with Secret Service agents just I think in they case. can handle it yeah. but I'll be honest like, I think they the, can oh are they going to get right. the sniffles but, oh <laughs> yeah oh, no. I'm not I'm not commenting on that but what I am saying is is like <laughs> their job literal job is like if someone points a gun at the president is to jump in front of him mm-hmm. and, and then we're like oh that guy is the moral choice for our country and that that like like. I always say all the time when like my natural worldview starts coming out, like, by the way, not a Christian podcast, but that's why Jesus to me is like so compelling. Just the idea that it's a God that doesn't ask you to give to him, but instead gives of himself is so appealing. Um, For the record, mm -hmm. the people picked Barabbas and that tells you the validity of the human intellect. I just thought I'd point that out. Right. Even in that story though, the folly of man is is made absolutely clear. And 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 so I, just, I don't know. I just get really I get real frustrated with this idea that we have to glorify these men or I guess, you know, Kamala Harris will be president if Biden wins. Uh and women who are never ever going to let any dirt or skin off their back out for us. Like they're never going to do anything for us. They're, like they're never going to put themselves in harm's way to take care of us. They're the opposite of King they'll, Leonidas. They're out the of opposite of Jesus. Other people in the way. Exactly. And, yeah. and yet we still think that there's like a moral high ground to voting for one or the other. And I just think uh, that is absolute intellectual uh, insanity. I mean, like that, that's the thing people are legitimately so emotionally driven that they can't take two seconds identify your upbringing because that's a lot of times how your psychology is primed identify mm-hmm. why do you feel the way that you do and can you please write the facts down on a piece of paper look at the facts and ask yourself oh is this killing babies or is it pro women <laughs> like are you kidding me like you're stupid um, which you know if you want to get super intellectual uh, in in jake's mind and i was kind of hinting to some of the things that bother me about the question of abortion which you know what let me not go there because I don't think the world's ready. Uh, but <laughs> I do think it's kind of... I'm I mean, ready. It, uh, I'll, I'll bring uh, it up in a second. But, the fetuses <laughs> are definitely ready. I feel like they're waiting for you to say something. The fetuses something. aren't ready for anything because they're dead. Um, so ah! one of the... <laughs> <laughs> that uh, hurts. That hurt my soul. It, it, it is what it is. Um, but <laughs> one of the things that she mentioned uh, when Mike Pence brought up... Um, the new Supreme Court justice nominee and like she brought up women's rights and like abortion, Roe v. Wade, things like that. It's like, okay, so giving people choice over which states get to have this, she mentioned that as if it was a bad thing. So now we know exactly what, at least according to, just like I hate Jorgensen because she's like a terrible representative of libertarian philosophy. If Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are your representatives of liberal or democratic philosophy, they think that that means less choice for people. Mm -hmm. That means that you can't take it so that people who don't want abortion can have their own place and people who do, or whatever it is that you believe in, they believe that eliminating that choice only in the name of their ideology is the correct one. And just so everybody knows, if I'm not mistaken, and I'll Google it in a second, uh, I'm pretty sure that the Supreme Court is already weighed conservative. Mm-hmm. And so because it's weighed conservative, and by the way, Roe v. Wade did come up and Kavanaugh was like, pass. So for all of you that are like, oh my God, women's right to choose. By we already way, called a man a rapist who wasn't a rapist. And now he's life. in there and he still, still didn't get rid of Roe v. Wade. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that that, like, I'm just saying like conservatives have zero balls. I don't think you have anything to worry about. Yeah. If this lady gets in. Yeah, that's my public well, service announcement. Well, like, like women's not rights. Mention, not to mention, their job is to interpret the Constitution. And by the way, the Road versus Wade, I think, was a four to five. I vote. think so. That's insane because it either is constitutional or it's not. Yeah. And it was actually under um, a different clause. I forget the details of it. 
but it was a privacy clause. That's why they passed it. It actually mm. had nothing to do with do you value, is this a person or it's not a person? And like people should just maybe realize that your pleasure is not the same as killing somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Henry's getting canceled, and that's okay. I mean, potentially. Uh, I do think it's because I have to point out the hypocrisy every time it's present. Um, it's hilarious that the abortion line is always, well, this should be a decision between the pr- woman and the doctor. It's like, okay, Why? like the doc, the government shouldn't be involved in this decision. It's like, you literally want a government to uh, take over exactly. the healthcare system. So how about no, the cognitive dissonance is is mind-boggling i mean yo you know what when brianna taylor got shot i think we should have con- uh, consulted a doctor we should have asked the doctor exactly uh, how he feels about it first before she was murdered what do you guys think i mean so like press pause and then the cops go hey we just did this no knock raid we did in fact knock i think uh and uh, then actually the boyfriend said that they did yeah so but before we shoot we need to before go we get shoot, we need to get a doctor and be like if i shoot her is this murder or is this just her showing <laughs> her prominent femininity it's just is a, that what this it's is? murder it's a 30-year... Uh, uh, it is. For the record, year abortion. It, is, yeah. it is pretty close to murder. <laughs> you moron. No, it is more... Jesus, it is, help it is murder. Um, <laughs> oh, God. It, it's just... I can't... Can you imagine... I can't imagine it living so with much. that like it, level like, of cognitive dissonance. On it. Like, it hurts me every time somebody catches me in, like, a gotcha. I can't imagine constantly living in an ideology built off of nothing. And that's, yeah, like, that's like, real self-congratulatory, but... Man, conservatives and liberals, you guys don't stand for anything. The thing is, though, like, Brondo is good for plants because it has electrolytes. And electrolytes are good (laughs) because it's what plants crave. I know this reference. What? So that's why. If you've seen the movie Idiocracy. I have not. (laughs) It's literally the world we're living in. It's kind of hilarious. It's it's crazy. Especially the scene with the doctor. Uh, That's hands down my favorite. So... Ryan, we'll, we'll have a movie date and we'll watch that. Movie. I just don't like movies, man. Well, I know, but this is good for you. I feel like it, you'll be able to laugh and cry. Uh, we can have you a hug it out movie. moment. I do that enough. But it is incredible. <laughs> you would love this movie. Because what we do is we like make fun of people and call them Kansians and they're like, okay. <laughs> Are you talking about the singer of Tool, Maynard? Yeah. No, that's, not, that's not what we're talking about. Nope. Sure enough, not. No, it would be freaking hilarious to have a Tool knockoff. Uh, with like Keynes that, that only talks about economics and death yeah spending. yeah um i'm trying to think of something like uh, instead of the pot it's the fed and why so- <laughs> can't we all be fiscally conservative <laughs> it's the worst weird owl i've ever heard in my life <laughs> instead of uh, that's a reference to sober uh, uh which is ironic because clearly Keynes was not sober uh <laughs> let me point he this also out. didn't like women a lot because ah! he was a gay pedophile Oh, and he said that he would rather have sex with little boys than waste his time with the ignorance of women. That's the guy we get all of our economics from, fam. Yeah, he's not how a good Greek. guy. <laughs> Just wanna, how Greek? How Greek? <laughs> oh, and he's gonna bankrupt us. There we go. It all makes sense now. Sick. <laughs> Um, so we are we are getting kind of close to our time, but I just wanted to point out one thing about the specifically the debate. Uh, this is the second to last question, I think where they posed a question that was written by an eighth grader. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I just want to point out, eighth graders can't vote. Yeah. 
Um, not to mention not eighth graders in but Syria. Eighth graders in Syria don't complain about what they see on TV. You know why? Because they're getting bombed. They don't have TVs. That's why. <laughs> They don't, no, they, they don't even necessarily have There aren't teams. a lot of eighth graders in the Middle East right now because Obama killed them all. So there's a little bit of gap. With drone strikes. Hmm. And I feel there's like There's a little bit is, of gap. There's like a lot of 18-year-olds, <laughs> a lot of 10-year-olds, but everybody in between, they all got bombed by Obama. It's such Dude, a 18 first, is military age, all right? <laughs> it's such a first world problem. And like my parents came from the Soviet Union and hey guys, it was real bad. It's, it's about, you're about to experience how bad it is. Like that's what's going to happen. And so now for them to pose this kind of question, like, are you not insulted? Are you mm-hmm. not intellectually insulted? We're talking about eighth graders right now. And, and it's not even I like, was, a, honestly, I didn't, I didn't like that. I, I didn't think it was cute. I didn't think it was, it and, wasn't and emotional. Also, it was, it was, you're so irresponsible that if you're a parent, you can't explain to your kid right now that uh, democracy is being run by a bunch of cartel banks. You can't, t- you don't have the balls to tell them that. Yeah, let's that's let's what just it is. explain what know. the Fed is. The to average an eighth parent grader. doesn't know. <laughs> No, yeah, the exactly. average person doesn't know stuff that's like so blatantly obvious to us when we hear it. So, like, I always have to take a step back now because, especially like each time Ryan recommends a new book, and as soon as I like dive into anything, it's just like, oh crap, yeah. everything I thought I knew yeah, is a lie. <laughs> and then, I mean, no, but but it's kind of helpful. Like, I, I it's helpful and it's hurtful and it's sad because honestly, like this sham is beyond saving. Yeah, I have very little hope for democracy. Well, beyond this is the saving, Parkinsians. <laughs> like, of course here's no what's weird. in the 1700s like voltaire is writing about this mm-hmm. you know yeah. nietzsche writes it's about this new. later it's absolutely not there, new. people a, are so ignorant there, there's a ron paul thing um uh he gave a speech one time and he made the point it's like these progressives think that they're the new cutting edge when they suggest like tyrannical oh, you government mean guillotine style cutting edge it's like that's what's coming yes uh but he's like you know what's actually progressive and what's actually like the new wave of civilization? Tyranny has been tried. Like, democide has been tried. Government, communism has been tried. You want to know what's not been tried? Freedom and like, you know, complete laissez faire, uh, you know, libertarian philosophy hasn't been tried. And it's like, yeah. Also, speaking of books, uh, Murray Rothbard's The Progressive Era, uh, Henry Hazlitt's The Failure of the New Economics will blow your mind. I hear that Henry owns real good. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like, like that's the thing, and I think that um, this is something that Americans should hear. Like, you've spent so much of your life preparing for retirement that you you ruined the generations that are coming after you. Mm-hmm. You thought that you were preparing for them, but actually you set them up for failure. Mm-hmm. And like that isn't necessarily a criticism as much as it is a warning. Like that is what's going to happen. Like you've already experienced Enron. You ex- you experienced the dot com bubble. You experienced the two thousand eight collapse. Mm-hmm. Now there's going to be another collapse. It's got nothing to do with COVID. It was set in stone by the Fed. Yeah, on Jekyll and just Island. Sped up by COVID. in nineteen thirteen. They they were looking for a black swan event to be able to blame it all on, and like you're falling for it. Mm-hmm. And, and and this is the worst part. Like this is what I hate about humans. So like we say a lot of nasty stuff sometimes, and like we call people stupid and, and whatever. But but realistically, that's kind of like a rhetorical device. Mm-hmm. Really, this is a warning. And like you have all the capacity to change the timeline that you're on. You don't have to do this. Uh, it, regardless of who becomes president, like the world's not going to end yet. You you can still like domestically do stuff. You can go to your city council. You can educate your neighbors. You can have a relationship with your neighbors. I don't know my neighbors, guys. Like straight up, I think like I I'm, I'm kind of talking to myself. Like I have no relationship with the people that I live around. Yeah. 
with exception to like my closest friends with whom I am speaking. Hey. Like, like, and that's it. And I think that that's partially why um, like the society has run amok. Yes. And the, it, it, this is almost like a desperation call. <laughs> like I, I, I think that like the people listening, like you have the capacity to do this. And, and I think that you've been so suppressed, the media suppressing you. Uh, your loved ones suppress you because they are victims to the media. It's not their fault necessarily. Um, uh, you, you're a victim to their your own education. You're a victim to the society you grew up in. You're a victim to the fact that uh, your f- problems seem far away. But if you are, for example, putting yourself in the shoes of somebody that lives in the Ivory Coast or in South Africa or even in Australia, people are getting mugged by cops for not wearing a mask. Like there is a humanity crisis right now. So if you ever believe that the apocalypse is real, this is kind of like that precipice where there is this kind of an overarching evil that is oppressing mm-hmm. everyone. And we're all about to fall victim to it. And, and it's but not you, a person. But you have a chance. Like, this is your chance. Could I play, you can do uh, something. Could I play the cynic? Absolutely. I mean, that was pretty cynical. Uh, so also, go for it. It's far too late. Just buckle up. <laughs> like lock and load i would say that yeah i I wouldn't say stand back and stand by because it looks (laughs) like that doesn't go over very well (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i I, there's a bunch of like libertarians and like conservatarian like more liberty-minded people who are always like we just need to spread the message it's like no like we can't (laughs) if you can protect yourself right now i feel like you would be you would be fighting for the right cause. If you're able to survive the next 18 months, if yeah. you've got a gun, you've got food, like, I think that you're part of the resistance and you can make it through this. Dude, we live under the biggest government in the history of recorded civilization. Mankind. Yeah. Like, no amount of like learning and education through memes and podcasts will ever flip that around. Like there's too much power and With firepower. With exception to the idea that you like know, there, uh, there is an enemy that makes pretend like it's your friend. I feel like that is the, the bare bones of the idea. And as long as you don't buy into it, you're already someone that supports the resistance. Yeah, I'll say. play the cynic again. Just lock and load. Yeah. There's, lock and load. There's, there's no way. I mean, when I, the, the Democrats in particular, because they're way better at things like social media. They're way better with, uh, they, they own the corporate media own the structures. <laughs> they're, they own the schools. They, they have done such a great job of co-opting the minds of America. And even if you disagree with them, they've done a really good job of like even getting some of their ideology into your head. Mm-hmm. And they've done such a good job of getting you to care about, you know, social justice warrior uh, causes Meanwhile, you don't see the massive economic bubble that's that's about to burst. You don't see the crazy amounts of wars and enemies that were created Man-made. overseas. Artificial. You, yeah, you don't see, you don't see all these issues, and people don't care. Like people right now are voting for Kamala uh, or voting for Biden Kamala ticket specifically because they care about abortion, they care about gay rights, and they care about universal health care. Also now. To me, there's way bigger fish to fry. Mm -hmm. There's things that are so much more important than healthcare that are literally going to cause a collapse of this country. There's things that are way more important than than gay rights. There's things that are not saying that like that that people shouldn't have access. By the way, go write a contract, bro. Like if 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 you so much want to bone another guy, just go write a contract. It's that easy. Uh, yeah. And knowing that, like the collapse of Western right, civilization, it's not about that. It's an ideological battle mm-hmm. that has everything to do with, just like we were talking about, the enforcement of these religious dogmas on other people, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the things that. Dem- like when I see liberal politics, I mean, 
I I don't care about the trans stuff or the gay stuff or the or or the or the the women's rights stuff. To me, that is the least of my concerns with regard to the left. It's the things with regard to growth of government. It's the things with regard to expansion of government control over things in the private sector. It's like the Portland mayor has or the incumbent has Mao Zedong on her dress. Right? Kidding me? Like that stuff terrifies me. And so that's the thing that gets me so nervous when I just say like, you know what? Just lock and load because people don't even realize that what they're voting for like the like the expansion of government is the very thing that eliminates those so-called quote-unquote rights that they're trying to have access to they don't even know that what they're voting for is going to ultimately be the instrument of their demise this sounds an awful lot like you're engaging in something called the slippery slope fallacy and as we know throughout history uh, throughout history Never once has a government program ever encroached <laughs> past what their originally stated purpose was. All right, you <laughs> are. There are cities on fire. And see, you are. There are you're cities actually, on fire right now. <laughs> Henry and Jay, you are both engaging in, the name in so of a many social issues <laughs> that has that is again in the name of a social issue that because because of expansion of government powers is causing these people to go out into the streets mm-hmm. and you know quote unquote protest riot whatever. By like, the way, there's the a lot fact of that the government it, has that a monopoly it. on violence that allows these that that allows these these atrocities to happen like George Floyd should not be dead Jacob Blake uh, should not he, be dead. He had five doses of fentanyl in his system. I mean, uh, in the sense he, of he was. Let, dying. let me let me make the point I'm trying to make. You, was, hear, you, you know what I'm, Henry? You know what I'm saying, and not what I'm not. You know what I'm saying is that there's no reason that Derek Chauvin should have had his his knee on the back of that. There's no reason he long. should have been a police officer. And in the, I'm I'm kind of making an appeal to the left, which is obviously a waste of time, but I'm doing it. So here's the point <laughs> I'm making: um, is the that there's is no reason that these people should have died. But if you're going to be intellectually honest for a second, is the fact that. The bottom line is that it was the state that sat on his neck. It was the state that shot Jacob Blake in the back. And if you're going to say that the only way to fix these problems is to increase the power and the scope of influence that state has directly over your life, you're smoking crack. Like, that doesn't make any sense Who are whatsoever. Who you, Hunter Biden? <laughs> 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 oh! But get out of military real fast. <laughs> Go get hired by Barista. That, that's, that, that's just the thing that I think that so many people need to start to wrap their eyes or wrap their heads around. And I think the same thing, by the way, with conservatives is that's that conservatives have never. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't uh, know who his son is anymore. <laughs> have not. Re- they haven't realized that for the past several years that the things that they've been trying to get pushed, it's really just uh, like literally conservatives today were just liberals. 20 years ago they're mm-hmm. the same thing and so everything that you're yeah. trying to get like literally the the uh like the clinton tax the the clinton tax structures that he had back back in the 90s like that's basically trump's tax plan right now and so it's like how can you sit there and I just say that trump is people have a good time oh my gosh and at least i mean at least he had a good time several good times actually y'all want to dress and so <laughs> that's a great clinton uh and so it's just like i just wish i could help people i wish we could help people i wish th- that we could just open people's eyes to see that like what you think you're voting for this November is, regardless, nothing. You will not get. You yeah. might have a slower approach to demise. Like to if you vote for Trump, down. you're going to have a slower approach to demise because he's going to pretend that he's for free market. He's going to pretend he's for the limitation of government. I, if you vote for Biden, you're going to have a faster approach to, to demise, not because he's worse than Trump, but just because he's at least honest about where he's trying to take us. Mm-hmm. That's the choice you have in November. I'd like to double down, and I think that this, as a rhetorical device, why people should be even more concerned. 
if there's even one fraudulent cis, uh, vote in a democratic system, the entire election is a fraud because that casts doubt on everything, right? So Project Veritas did an undercover investigation in Minneapolis, yep. and essentially they're ballot harvesting. And I think the the rule at the time, which by the way, I might be a little bit off here, I think you're allowed to pick up three ballots if you want to deliver on somebody's behalf. And they're harvesting hundreds upon hundreds of ballots. Mm -hmm. so, so the dilemma here is that even if you have 10 ballots, especially now because of this COVID charade, people are mailing in more and you're going to be going around neighborhoods. People are essentially allowed to go and say, this is your ballot. Would you like for me to deliver it for you? And you can easily fake elections. Yeah. By the way, this happened in Spain when Catalonia wanted to separate uh, from the rest of Spain. Mm -hmm. So like, this is nothing new. People want to make pretend like this is some nonsense about, oh, they're taking the UPS boxes away. Literally has nothing to do with that. You can actually easily make fake ballots. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that you're like a Trump conspiracist. It just is what it is. This is the nature of this so-called democracy there, that we have. There was a guy who just got arrested for throwing away, I think it was 99 ballots, and all of them were for Trump. So it's like, there's going to be such fraud involved in this. Are we going to? And there make has been, by the way, for every election at some level. Yeah. But like, yeah, are we not sure. going to make pretend like in 2016 that everybody thought Trump was going to lose? Yeah. Everything was against him. Yeah. The media was against him. Uh, literally every single ad I saw was well, against him. Well, he's literally him. Hitler. How could he not that. lose? <laughs> right? He's this racist bigot who, for some reason, condemns white supremacy. That's the first. Right, it's a dog whistle. Heard, right, they know uh, what he's saying. So, so you're gonna shizing make pretend that that this election is real, yet oh he he conspires not only with Russia he conspires with China. Mm -hmm. Like, are you kidding? And if you don't see that this is clearly indicative of not only the deep state but whoever is rush like sh uh, been running this country since who knows how long. Mm -hmm. Right. Think about the atrocities that we've done. No American that I know is down. Yet, yeah. for whatever reason, the Pentagon does what it wants. The FBI does what it wants. They killed Kennedy. Nobody asked any questions publicly until literally like now. All of a sudden now we've got movies about it where James Franco is trying to go back in time to find out who killed Kennedy. Right? Yeah. Uh, the whole concept of conspiracy comes uh, from a CIA operation to disqualify people that ask questions. Yep. Like, how long does it take for you to say, like, oh, I'm, I'm being played. Mm -hmm. I don't have freedom. Yeah. I, I work for corporations. I, I work to fund this system. People are criticizing Trump for not paying taxes to a war murder machine. Like, yeah. is this a joke? Yeah. That, that's what we're going to criticize? Not that he grabbed people by the pussy like that's not a problem no yeah. because he didn't pay taxes if that's not indicative that you don't have freedom and this country that you love is a fraud i don't know what's gonna wake you up bro yeah basically this took a real dark turn as oh, do all of our episodes now that Henry's, Henry's back. back. <laughs> Henry is back he's been stressed to the max and he's ready to just unload so well, I think we can both all three of us confidently say that like this this one wasn't near as much of a sham as the debate between Trump and Biden. Uh, but Pence was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I expected that though. Pence is pretty calm, cool, and collected, slow talker. He's he's a bore to listen to. But yeah. I mean, at least he's not. He had facts. I did like 
Kamala was real. Uh, she was obviously less combative when you watch a normal speed, but oh. I love the parts where she would go, I'm talking. Okay. When when me I'm and like, Joe get I'm on like, a Zoom call, are you a high call, school teacher? <laughs> yeah, right. Me me and Joe have a mai tai on Zoom, and we just had a little girl chat. <laughs> like, oh, you want to leave the free world? Get out of here. Yeah, moron. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, beta plus beta doesn't equal alpha. I just thought I'd put that on just, the record. It equals double beta. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, well, guys, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Lunch Boys Pod, uh, and give us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Not four stars, that's right. Four stars are a lot like that fly on Mike Pence's head. Ah, Not welcome. We're weird. just gonna stare at it and wish it will go away. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> for like a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> It was there for a long time. Yeah. I'm like, man, that fly is taking up residence, probably pooped on his head. That was BS when it sees it. Ah! <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, Henry, wonderful to have you back on the show. Yo, last thought. Don't be afraid. I, I've met so many people that think like us. This is just a warning, they don't have the, but don't be afraid. <laughs> they don't have the balls to say anything. Just say something. Yo, one word to somebody can change the trajectory of history. Like, that's it. That's all, that, that's all I have to say. I mean, I've been seeing some BS on the Instagrams, and I just tell people, oh, the Lunch Boys just talked about that. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. That's what I do. When I'm like, you know what? It, so- it sounds like you might not have thought of this very much. Just say something. If you see you know? something, and say that, something. And that's not condescending. See it's just like, hey, hear a different something. opinion. You know, just hear hear a different, well thought out, well read opinion. Well, I mean, <laughs> we we read a lot about this crap, especially you, Ryan. So I mean, just just hear I, a different I, opinion, I don't know about that. <laughs> and and hear an opinion that's not like a Biden talking point or a Trump talking point, because I think that's particularly refreshing. This is what days. insults me. Like the spirit of 1776 is that like I'm not going to back down to an authoritarian, and now we're we all just back down. To an authoritarian, you might as well just say that the government is King George. Like, are you kidding? Oh, you want me to put like, a mask on for how long? You don't know how long? Okay, I'll just, oh, I'll just do it. Oh, and you don't, and you don't know why? Yeah. Okay, I'll do it if you don't judge me. Yeah. No, forget you, bro. But anyways, <laughs> I was trying to be so nice, and then Henry's like, the, "Forget the, you, bro." The, yeah, right. the American Revolution would have been lost if all these mask wearers <laughs> were the patriots. It would have been lost. Right, yeah. we, we we would all be driving on the wrong side of the road right now. Also, uh, I think we would all be drinking bad tea and, and have crooked teeth. Also, uh, if you're a, a mask wearer, uh, you would have supported slavery. If you just fall in line with whatever Boom. the the system Group says, you, you would have supported slavery. If that's your that's what you'd prerogative, get. you would have fallen in line with exactly what the mainstream opinion was. And guess what? Slavery was good. Was the mainstream opinion. Yeah, yeah. And by the that's, way. that's another reason, by the way, to de- deregulate, de-escalate the level of which government is able to interfere into your life. Because, or abolish it. You know, things that we think are great for one president, like things that people like love about Trump right now, you don't want Biden and Kamala to have that power. Mm-hmm. And the things that people will love about Biden and Kamala, you won't love, you know, when ben John McCain's daughter having that power after that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or when John McCain r- raises back from the dead, like I got more kids to bomb, and then just runs oh, like again. Oh, like Antichrist? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. We really need to end the show, but 
<laughs> uh, I thought it was so great when Kamala was like, we've got Colin Powell on our side. And I'm like, yeah, because he found out which one of the two two people running for president are the warmongers. Yeah. And he loves to fabricate Yo. evidence just like he did for the Bushes to get us involved you know, in Iraq. He might be so on the leash if they start to pull actual war crimes mm-hmm. investigations. Yeah. Is that not indicative of who it you're dealing with? It made me so with? angry. Yeah. I'm like, guys, you just cited Colin kidding? Powell like that was, or like that was a good they thing. Are, He's literally single-handedly responsible for providing the quote-unquote evidence that allowed Bush to lie us into Iraq. They, like, they are, and you're gonna say that's a good thing, Kamala? They are at best incompetent, <laughs> at worst it's evil. But most people don't even know that he was Secretary of the State back then. So. Yeah. Anyway, th- this is the end yeah, of the show. True. Uh, <laughs> is it Lunch though? Boys Pod at the Lunch Boys Pod. If you want to hear we, the second half of the show, join our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need a Patreon. We have a, uh, That's like not even a joke. We have a file size limit for uploads, so we do got to wrap. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for listening to the show, and we will holla at you next time. Don't be Bye. a beta. Bye. <laughs> don't be a beta. Two betas don't make a zeta. <laughs> Because that's not how Greek works. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Lunch Boys. Join us again next week as we watch the boys take one step closer to getting canceled. Bye-bye now. Stay safe out there. There's a lot of COVID. You might get it. You might not. Wear a mask. Or don't. Who knows? But whatever you do, have a strong opinion about it.